and welcome to Financial Education Formation. My name's Warren Shute, and today you don't need to be Mr. Scrooge to secure your retirement planning. This episode has been sponsored by IDELO, the price comparison website. Okay, so what do I mean by that? You don't need to be Mr. Screwed. A question that I get fairly often, I've got to be honest, I used to get a lot more than I do currently, but a question I used to get fairly often is, hey, Warren, I don't want to live like a miser now just so I can secure my retirement. I may never make it. You know, I want to live life for today rather than for the future. Now, my response to that typically was, hey, look, I don't want you to be a miser either. I just want you to be a conscious spender. What on earth is a conscious spender? A conscious spender is almost like being frugal, but frugal's got such a negative connotation towards it. I just want to be conscious of things you're spending your money on and prioritize your spending so that you are intentionally buying things that bring you happiness and fulfillment and not just spending on a marketer's whim. Um, you know, being frugal is not bad, okay? Being frugal is not bad. You Being frugal can give you lots of happiness in the future. You try and break that link between spending money and happiness. When the two are connected together, which they often are, um, you kind of run yourself in a vicious circle because what you're trying to say is the only way I can get happiness is by spending money. And one day you may not have money to spend. Try and get yourself to be happy from within so you're happy with what you've accomplished so far in your life or where you are today. And if you have nothing and you are in a very difficult position, be thankful that you have recognized that. And remember, the past doesn't equal the future. So it's our decisions today that will dictate what your future looks like, not your conditions. There are lots of people who have come from very, very humble backgrounds. I, you know, I grew up in a very modest background and have made the decision to take things seriously and make the decisions. The thing is, it doesn't happen overnight. And you must have patience. You must have time. Okay, you can want urgency and do it quicker, but you must have patience with yourself. But anyway, go back to frugality. Our dear friends, Idelo, the price comparison website, ran a survey, did a, did a bit of research, um, and they did some looking into you know, what makes people frugal. And they say it's not just people who just compare prices on one thing or another, but you know, well, they look at everything. They look at all their different things. So not only their utilities, their holidays, their shopping, they say grocery shopping, flights, food, electronic, clothes, utilities, mobile phone contracts. They looked at everything. Now, I've got to say, I, I went to that, go into that group and I think, yeah, I'm frugal. I'm frugal. I'm, I'm quite happy to say I'm frugal in that respect. Um, I enjoy spending money. I give myself my wham, my allowance, and I spend that. But I'll still shop around and make sure I'm getting the best deal for it. If we have any work done, I'll generally get quotes, three quotes, um, and not always go with the cheapest one, I'll be honest, but I'll go with the one that makes the most sense um, to me logically, um, almost in my gut. But you know, shopping around to me makes sense. It's just an obvious thing, and I've always done it. Um, I can't think, I've never always done it, but I've always done it. I've kind of ingrained it in my children as well to you know, shop around, use Idelo and have a look on there. Um, about 86% of Brits will do this. They'll look around for deal, but that means there's about 14% that are not. They're not looking around for, for deals, for savings. Now, it could be one of two things. Their lives might be so busy and hectic, they can't understand how to do that, how to fit it in. Um, it could be that they're so wealthy that they don't care, they don't mind. Um, or it might be they're spending somebody else's money and they don't care, they don't mind. 
I'm not sure, but you know, to me, it just kind of makes sense that you would shop around and just ensure you get the the best deal. So the best deal is not always the lowest price, but the best deal for you, um, whether it's the convenience of the shops, so you're shopping local to support your local economy, um, or whether you're buying something you've got an extended warranty on, you pay that a little bit more, but you know it's a better option for you, or you actually spend more on a product that you think is going to last you longer. Um, I'm a big advocate of that, you know, um, you know, pay for quality and buy something uh, and buy less, but buy better quality of things. Um, when we break it down to areas around the country, and this is what I found really interesting, broke it around geographically, uh, the Geordies, who are probably the nicest group out of everyone in the UK. Um, I don't know what you're from. I'm not a Geordie, so I can kind of say it, I guess. But if you've ever met a Geordie, they're normally super, super friendly and super, super kind. Um, they're missing out the most. That kind of breaks my heart. So they're missing out the most. They're missing out. 22% of them don't shop around for things. Um, I have no idea why it is, why they're not shopping around. They're just pleased to do business with the people they're in front of them, maybe. And the relationship is more important than the price. Um, one in five, so about 20% of Brits over 55, um, never consider price comparisons. So, you know, 20% of over 55 don't, now, I don't know why that is because we often hear that it's the people retiring are on low incomes and they can't afford this that, and the other. So why don't they use price comparisons? I wonder if it's because it's technology. Um, but, you know, 55, you're still young. Oh, my mum is in uh, 80s and she uses an iPad um, and on Facebook and stuff. I'm not sure she would use a price comparison site, though. So maybe the older generation, 55 is not old. I know that by a long shot. I'm nearly there. But, um, you know, perhaps... Um, it's a technology thing. I'm not sure. But hey, shout out to the youngsters. 90% um, of the under 24s always consider price comparisons. Now that's pretty awesome because I think the millennials and the younger generation often get a bad um, stick about things, this that, and the other, not that, not you know, hardworking, this that, and the other. But to say to something that they are doing well, they're shopping around, they're doing price comparisons. So um, yeah, good shout out to you guys and keep it up. Uh, I've sort of ingrained in my children the use of Idealo from a young age to just make sure they're getting the right price on things. Um, and the research shows that they're missing out about £365 um, average saving uh, if they don't compare prices with different retailers. That's on a TV um, average purchase price of £91. They don't compare prices on laptops um, and £65 if you don't compare prices on fridges. So, you know, these figures in isolation are not going to create you a million pound pension fund. But accumulation of them living in this way consistently, um, they will. And one thing I have learned is um, it becomes your identity. So if you're careful with this level of money that you have, when you have this amount of money, you're careful with it too. And a good example I've got is I've come across people who have inherited money at a young age, um, so they've never had to sort of work for it, and they've never earned it, and they've never realized how hard it's come to come by, and they've actually lost it very quickly. And I've actually come across business owners who have sold their businesses um, for millions of pounds, and they're now actually broke. Um, and it's heartbreaking for me. It's heartbreaking because I kind of look at it twofold. One way that you say that you're, you're never going to get that money again. I shouldn't say that because they might, but I, I can't see how they would if they treated money that way in the first place. Um, but also of the millions of people around the world who would probably looked after that money. So um, yeah, it is interesting. But life is short. 
So I'm not, my outcome here isn't say to you, live like a miser, be uber, uber, sort of pen pinching, penny pinching and, and not spending any money. That's not fun for anyone. But spend consciously. Look at what you're buying, make sure it's what you want and have a purpose behind it. And almost like respect money. When you respect money, you get money um, respecting you and it does things for you. Um, I want you to live comfortably now but also through your retirement years, okay? So not only just during your working life, there will come a stage where you will no longer be an employed or run your own business. Um, and then we need this pot of money to last you through your retirement years. According to the Office of National Statistics, if you're working age, um, it does vary slightly, but let's say working age between say 35 and 55, something like that, 65 even, you've probably got about another 20 years actuarially um, life left now that's averages you may not be average you may live a lot more than 20 years i plan to live well into my hundreds um but you know actuarially that's a figure to go by so if you retired at state retirement age that's 20 years so 67 through to 87 that's 20 years of uh, being a pen thrift, penny thrift um and you wouldn't have had any exercise or lessons of doing that you'd be forced on you and that's when you notice things change you know you put yourself under pressure financially and things are not nice and you know 20 years is a long time and it's going to be a slow miserable 20 years if you haven't got enough money behind you to do the things you want you know my outcome really is to say to you hey look split your life up into chapters in the money plan i sort of speak about three distinct chapters they're the big sort of sections of life your childhood up till 21 your working life up until about sort of 66 and then your latter life um, through your retirement years and um, you know your, your retirement years can be a long period of time and you really want to make sure that you enjoy them um, to have plans for them and create yourself a bucket list for them so how do we get ahead with our retirement what are some easy quick wins now the quick easy win that ideally idealo came up with which i absolutely loved and i've spoken about before is um they said that from their research making packed lunches only 46 percent of the people surveyed made a packed lunch when they went to work now i appreciate you're working from home most of you now at the moment some of you are back at work um but only 46 percent made packed lunches um that means a staggering 54 percent don't 54 percent don't so in other words 54 percent are eating away at work and they calculated that would be a whopping 1300 pounds a year so 1300 pounds a year that that's a significant sum of money but let me tell you this if you put that 1300 pounds a year into a retirement account and you invested it into a global index fund averaging about eight percent return a year and you left it there for 20 years so let's say you're in your 40s now and you left it there until your 60s you would have a staggering i try and guess in your head how much it's going to be 1300 pounds a year for 20 years you'd have a staggering 77 thousand pounds additional pension now i say additional because you're already going to have some kind of pension through your workplace okay this is on top of that so it's extra money extra bunts um, that you can go and enjoy yourself with okay an extra 77 thousand pounds now if you just 
index those premiums and what that means is just increase them each year just by a little bit just slight nudge just increase them up a little bit each year just like when you go and buy a coffee it goes up two or three four p five p fifty p you know buy that roll it's gone up another 10p or whatever that's called inflation prices go up over time if you increase that by inflation or just increase it a little bit every year that 1300 pounds a year saving goes to a staggering 96 and a half thousand pounds of again additional pension additional pension i kind of pause when i say that because i really want to make sure it hits home you know from 1300 pounds a year of saving eight percent just a global index fund over 20 years you're looking around about almost a hundred thousand pounds of extra retirement fund uh, when you get to your retirement after 20 years now ask yourself this question this is actually a similar question that i ask myself so ask yourself this question would you buy the lunch every day if you knew it was going to cost you almost a hundred thousand pounds over your working life i don't know would you would you buy that lunch every day if you knew it was going to cost you a hundred thousand pounds over your working life now if you say you're going to then that's fine i'm not here to try and make you take decisions you don't want to do but hey boy i wouldn't do that i wouldn't do that but you know, lunches aren't everyone's thing some of you might say i get free lunches at work and stuff hey the lunch almost is like a metaphor you know substitute lunch for what your thing is whether it's scratch cards lattes downloads what's your thing you got everyone's got a thing you know what is it is it you go to the pub or well, you can go to the pub now actually in certain in certain areas certain tiers uh will you go to the pub every night were you you know going via that shop to buy yourself a new dress or a new trousers a new top every week you know what's your thing what's your spending thing most people have a thing that they spend on and with the advent of the likes of amazon and places like that spending money online particularly on amazon is so easy it's click and it's gone you don't even have to key your details in they kindly save it for you so we all have our thing what is it so what do i do um well with lunch i do a thing called planned over so my office is actually next to my house so um i actually come home for lunch but what i do do is i make planned overs so i'll make a dinner in the evening whatever my dinner might be and i'll consciously intentionally make enough for sometimes breakfast the next day and sometimes lunch um depending on what i'm cooking and what it's eating and stuff like that so um i'll just cook a little extra up and then when i come home for lunch it's nice and quick and easy pop it in the oven put it on the top or something just heat it up and then it's ready what's the difference if you are working away from home you know you cook your meal in the evening you do whatever you do you make a little extra uh, you cook yourself a chicken breast and jack potato or whatever for example and you cook yourself two chicken breasts so you're going to take one into work the next day with a smick salad or something like that you know it's nice and easy and this is a great time of year to, to be do, thinking about this because january most people set financial and health new Year's, new year's resolutions and goals and this is a thing that you can do very very simply to win at both games so it wins at your financial game and it also wins at your health game too so you know just remember your know, life isn't a continuum it's about having fun and enjoying it and i'm all over that okay but it's about having fun and enjoying it both now present and over the rest of your working life which you can foresee and through your retirement years you know just want you to sort of look at your retirement years is that golden opportunity for you to say hey i want to take that cruise i want to go and visit this place that place you know i have many many goals for my retirement years um i would like to go to every 
country that is safe uh, deemed safe i have certain criteria that i'd like to go i don't really have any aspirations to go to countries that aren't safe that's just my rule set um and i'd also like to visit every state in the united states as well so uh, these are the sort of things that i put together to try and you know sort of rationalize and make me make myself understand that okay this is why i'm saving for my retirement years okay so that's enough on uh, the miser and frugality and conscious spending but remember just have consciousness around what you spend um big save this week five things that i think you can do five easy wins to save for your retirement um do these and boost your retirement contributions that's the key right save the money do something with it boost your retirement savings don't just save the money and leave it in the bank or save the money and spend it on something else don't take pack lunches in and then spend it on something else because that's kind of like almost defeating object make the saving and at the same time make that contribution because you were going to spend it on sandwiches or a roll anyway so why don't you just increase it on your pension fund okay so do it identically at the same time so you decide okay as of this month i'm no longer going to buy packed lunches I'm averaging £100 a month on packed lunches. I'm now going to increase my pension contribution from the 1st of January, for example, to increase my pension. Okay. So five things you can do. Supermarket shopping. So shop with a list. I always shop with a list. Shop with a list because it's more efficient. You can get around the supermarket. We often do it online. But shop with a list. You know what you want to buy. You can tick, 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 tick. It's done. But also buy own brand goods. Okay, buy own brand goods. Just buy the own brand goods. See what they're like. Try them out. They're often so much less expensive, um, and a lot of the time they're they're as good. They're as tasty. I do respect. Sometimes you can't substitute in whatever your thing is, whether it's Heinz baked beans or HP ketchup. I don't know what your thing is, but some of the times you can't swap them out. Hey, don't swap them out. But if you can swap them out, swap them out. You know, just save. And it's incremental savings. You're not going to make a, a millionaire out of buying own brand baked beans rather than Heinz okay but that combined with um, some shampoo products that combined with some um, I don't know something else you just group all these together but then save the difference when you look at your shopping bill you think okay I've saved by doing this I've saved X amount of money save the difference okay and also don't be afraid to buy a shop with coupons as well make sure you get the most out of it uh, the second thing I've got is that uh, this is a given really and everyone speaks about it all the time but I just want to it would be foolish not to reiterate it you know your utilities make sure you re review them every single year I know there are people who don't do this and it just bangs my head against the wall review your utilities um, I would suggest you go through Quidco which is a cashback site it pays you cashback when you go to their retailers um, and use a company called Uswitch so go through go through Quidco and you switch. You actually get paid for switching. Um, so it's a win-win. You're up already. Now I have criteria for myself. Uh, we only use green energy when I switch. Um, so I always make sure that I go with a green energy source. But I'll still shop around. I'll still shop around um, and make sure that I can get the best green energy um, at the best price. Um, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. Um, number three on the list review your tv packages okay i see so many clients spend so much money on their whatever it might be their sky their virgin media or whatever um these things add up you know consider freesat or freeview um, as a television package and then if you really need some variety with extra channels look at something like netflix or amazon prime to uh, boost it you the outcome here is to save some money so you can boost your retirement fund because i want you to get at least another hundred thousand pounds in your retirement fund so you can really enjoy 
the cruising and the holidays or whatever your thing might be when you retire. Uh, if you're an avid reader, if you're number four on the list, sorry, if you're an avid reader, if you buy lots of books and stuff, consider your library. You know, you pay your taxes to have these services. Um, consider your library. Give them a call. See if they got the books in. Um, you can do things online, I think, nowadays as well. But um, yeah, they got magazines in there, periodicals. They've got um, books, obviously. You know, go and rent the books. Read the books they've got there rather than buying them. Um, now, I'm I'm a slightly hypocritical here because I buy so many books um but to be fair a lot of the books i buy aren't mainstream that people want to read but um yeah go and check out the library if there's savings to be done there you certainly need to and then number five on the list really is um, reserved for larger purchases or one-off purchases not really groceries and things like that but it's more sort of you know you're going to buy yourself a new um, laptop or a new bike or a new lawnmower or a new shed or whatever it might be and you sort of shop around Use the sites like Idelo. You know, Idelo is a fantastic site. And the nice thing about Idelo is that you can put a price alert in there. So um, if you're looking for a, um, a new camera, for example, okay, you find the camera that you really want, you've done your research, put it in Idelo, put in a price alert. Say, look, it's too much money now, but give me an alert when it hits this price. Idelo will alert you and let you know when it hits that price um, so it's worthwhile and you get it at a decent price too. Okay, that's top five. Um, main body of the news this week. What's been going on? What have they been writing about? What have they been telling you? Uh, did you know November was probably the best month in the stock market for decades? Did anybody tell you that? Did you know that? Um, probably not. I didn't get it either. But um, yeah, November, the FTSE 100, which is the London top 100 largest companies, jumped 12.4% in November. The S&P 500, which is the equivalent in the States, but it's the 500 largest, jumped 10.8%. And the Eurostock 50 um, jumped 18.1%. Now, that's the best one-month gain in the FTSE since January 89, and the best one-month gain in the S&P 500 since January 87. So uh, why? What made them jump? Remember, you've learned this by now. Markets don't like uncertainty. They like certainty. They don't like ambiguity. They want to know what's going on. It's like a spoiled child. Tell me and I'll respond. So during all the uncertainty with the US elections and then with the uh, vaccine or the COVID trials, they didn't like that. In November, we got the confirmation of the US election. Okay, we, know, we got clarity and we also got the vaccine results. They like that too. Um, what else was announced? So the government are issuing an extra £1,000 grant for pubs predominantly servicing alcohol um, in tiers two and three um, because um, they're having a real tough time. And uh, that goes in addition to the £3,000 monthly grant they're getting giving for businesses at, as well anyway. Okay, so a little bit more support there for the, uh, the pub landlords. Not enough, I know, but at least we're getting a bit of support for them. Um, questions from listeners and readers this week. So I've been made redundant after 20 years. I really don't know what to do. Can you help? Uh, and do you know what? I've got to say, yeah, we can help, but it's going to be go and get advice. You know, the, your redundancy package that you quoted me was quite considerable. It's over £30,000. Basically, the first £30,000 of redundancy payment is tax-free. Any excess is taxed. There are things, planning opportunities you can consider and look at that will mitigate or minimize this. It really makes sense for you to do that. So I could go on and tell you all the more here, but if I'm honest, it's going to be such restricted with such a few. Really, the outcome is this is time to go and get advice. Go and see a certified financial planner. Um, you can contact me and I can put you in uh, touch with a directory. And um, yeah, they'll give you some good advice. Second question is um, how much do I need in my pension fund to retire comfortably? Well, <laughs> 
The thing is, I don't know how, how much you want to spend in your retirement years, and I don't know how long you're going to live. But ignoring how long you're going to live, let's assume you have a good ripe old age, um, and roughly how much you want, to, how much you need your pension fund is about three hundred times your monthly income. So let me explain that. You need in your pension fund about three hundred times the amount of income you want each month. So if you want a thousand pounds a month. You need about £300,000 in the pot to provide that. And that should last you about 40 or so years, 40 or 50 years. So it's going to be enough for most retirement years. Okay, so if you want £1,000 a month, about 300000 Of course, if you need £2,000 a month, it's going to double that figure, 600000 Okay, Smarter Spender. Um, this part of the show is sponsored by Idealo, the price comparison website. Um, and I put it in there because spending money is not bad, but spending other people's money and not being a conscious spender, I believe, is. So what's dipped in price this week? You got DLSR cameras, digital cameras, down 16% over last week. That's a big saving. But you got road bikes down 22%. So make sure you get your road bikes sorted this week. I do think people are going to be buying home security cameras this week because um, they're cheaper than most times of the year. So in December, about £203 on average. They nudge up in January to 208 And the most expensive month is May at 245 So buying during, sorry, buying during the winter months is definitely a good deal. It could save you around about 20%, which is VAT, isn't it? So um, I have no idea why people fluctuate these prices. I think because new things come in and old things go out and they just try and get the best of the deal, get rid of the old stock, that kind of thing. Um, but also they think people are going to be shopping for games, both electronic games and board games. Uh, and one of the best-selling games they refer to is Twister, although it's probably not the best for social distancing. But it's a great game anyway. Hey, look, um, I, there's been a whistle-top tour. Be a conscious spender. You've got any Christmas shopping left, do it intentionally. Use Idealo and shop around, take my tips. Um, if you get any questions, please shout out and let me know. I answer them all. And until next time, stay safe. Bye-bye. <music>